Hello, and welcome to the Private Suite Podcast. We don't have Pony today, so I'll be uh, running things here. Today we have Sheep from the magazine, Sheepy Turtle. Hello. We also have... Hello. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I was going to let everybody do that after. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Uh, we also have Puffy Cheeses from the magazine. Hello. And Trirar from the magazine as well. That's me. All special guests today. And we have an additional special, special guest, Desert Sand. Hello. Des- Warm at night. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like how you went through everyone like normally, then you just said this special, special guy. <laughs> Doubly special. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for coming on the show. Um, Pony's traveling, or Rich, I guess he goes by Rich. He's traveling, so uh, he wasn't able to make it today. Anyway, what's going on? What's everybody been listening to lately? Well, uh, I just uh, got back from con, so I'm like super hyped up from all the artists that I saw there. But um, I've been uh, listening to Vapor a little bit more uh, right now. Um, I just got a vinyl from um, from the shop online. I missed uh, some of the merch at the um, at the con, so when I got home, I purchased me a pool for myself because you know I'd waited a long time. I finally wanted it, so you know. Getting back into the album that kind of first got me into Vaporwave has been like mm-hmm. a trip post-con. And I really, it was really cool. I got to meet the guy and shake his hand. He's super sweet. I think everybody's been saying that about everybody they met too. Oh, someone says super sweet. <laughs> it's It's been so heartwarming and wholesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you got the record. Mm-hmm. What about you, Puffy? I haven't actually been listening to much Vaporwave this like week or recently at least I've, that's um, cool yeah i ended up um binging uh all the albums released by slayer <laughs> going into oh, a bit of like a, a metal binge right now um yeah i try to stay open-minded i don't normally listen to metal but um count mm-hmm. i recommended and i ended up listening to all of it so that's, that's a lot listening. of music. It is a lot of music, but I've got a long ass <laughs> commute every single day. So okay, yeah, crazy man. Yeah, I never really got into Slayer, but I can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Um, I don't normally listen to metal, but it was it it was enjoyable at least. I liked it. Why did you pick Slayer? Uh, metal, because like it was in my. I use Apple Music, and I went into the recommended for today, and there was, uh, mm. what was the album? The song was, like, Slayer Raining Blood. Like, that's his <laughs> popular track. And I listened to it, and I'm like, this is cool. I wonder what else he's released. And I just ended up listening to, like, four or five of his albums. So Crazy. I'm a binge listener. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Trirar? I have been listening to a lot of Death's Dynamic Shroud lately, and... I mean, if you ask me, really, at any point over the past two years, what I've been listening to recently, it's been Death's Dynamic Shroud. Um, <laughs> but they just... Uh, so, two days ago, they released Live from Japan, which is... Uh, they went on a tour in 2018 in Japan. Um, Tech Honors and James Webster from DDS. And they just released their live album. Um, and I got to hear a cut, like a 30 minute cut of that uh, at the Electronicon and mm-hmm. 
I had I got the cassette there, but the dig, listening to the digital version and being able to just blast the digital version in my car uh, is great. And DDS is my favorite. That's how I got into Vaporwave. And uh, this live album is everything I needed uh, right now. Oh, for sure, man. You know what? I was going to say the same thing for when I was going to talk about what I was listening to. The live from Japan. Oh, it's so it's so it's tape. so good because maybe about half the tracks are previous DDS tracks, which they have remixed into a live uh, version, and then half are new tracks or previously unreleased tracks. And it's crazy to see because most of their work is just a derivative of some other work. Um, obviously, very different, but it's still it's you know vaporwave sampled. Um, so they're pulling, they're sampling, they're sampling, and just coming out with just this amazing sound. Um, just on my shot a... of Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I love Death yeah. Dynamic Shroud. I love their like unique sound. Yeah. They're crazy, man. They're really bringing the next level every time they. It's the put new world out. sound, you know. That's mm, what yeah. that's new world, dude. They are they are their own genre, and they do it better than anybody else, except Desert Sands feels warm at night. Desert Sands. <laughs> <laughs> the present company, yeah. the warmer new world, isn't it? <laughs> yes. No, I do love Test Time Travel. The Olympics album is my absolute favorite. That's amazing. Yeah, me too. You know, everyone talks about uh, running of emotions during their albums, but. There are so many emotions that you feel when listening to a Dynamic Shroud album, and it's so pleasing at the end when you get to the end. You're like, "Wow, what a journey!" You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I've been going back through the source, like some of the source material through Who Sampled, and like they, I think they in particular do such a good job of of changing the tenor of or changing the tone of an original song and transforming it into. Uh, new work like um, Goodbye the last track on I'll Try Living Like This is this just ballad same thing with Butterflies on the new album it's just a ballad and it goes on and on and on but you would have no idea that was sampled from a track from Sonic R that's like this upbeat poppy song and the same thing with Butterflies is this kind of mid 2000s alt pop Um, it's, it's just insane you know. I actually wanted to play a bit of Butterflies on the show. So uh, let's just do that now, like 40 seconds.
fucking good goddamn song. Oh my god, dude. The first, the when I heard that, like, live and then listening back to it, like, holy shit, dude. I was fucking bawling. Holy crap. It's just so, so good. And let me check my... I can get the, you the source track for that, too. It's... Oh. Oh, crazy. Because he was singing it live, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know if they were singing it or they were lip-syncing it. Um, oh, he was, he was singing it for sure. I could tell. He was it wasn't then, like... Or at least the original lyrics are pulled from a uh, pulled from a song. Mm, damn. Yeah, I actually ha- used that same clip from my recorded video at the show on, just on my phone uh, in the 100% Electronicon recap video we put on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, check that out if you haven't checked it out, uh, whoever's listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Desert, what about you? What have you been listening to? Um, I decided to <laughs> take the mammoth task of, re-disco- of re-listening to the Virtual Dream Plaza discography this week. Um, just Ooh. because I was feeling like super relaxed and I needed long songs in my life. <laughs> nice. Um, and... Um, it, it was worth it, definitely. Um, I think both albums combined are about 32 hours total. So it is long. <laughs> Crazy. That's a lot of music. <laughs> it is a lot of music, yeah, yeah. But it's, it goes through so many different styles from, you know, his normal sort of upbeat um, slush wave to dark ambient. It just... There's so many different styles that he does in Virtual Dream Plaza, and it's incredible that he actually explored all these different genres because you just think, oh, it's normal slush weight, but it isn't. It's a step up. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, listen yeah, to Virtual Dream l- Plaza. Let me open up a tab of that so I can check that yeah. out too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I keep going back to it all the time. But apart from, apart from that, um, a lot of Chinese 80s music, and I think, you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alan Tam. Um, Alan Tam. Uh, some other article, Anita Mwei, Mavis He. Chinese 80s music is so good. And I actually speak a little bit Chinese, as some people know, so I can kind of understand it. A little bit harder on the Cantonese, but it's really good stuff. Nice. Yeah, I have a lot of the tapes from Virtual Dream Plaza, like the early ones. Yeah. Oh, and of course, I sent you lots of uh chinese stuff to listen to didn't i oh it's so amazing that's great i haven't gotten through nearly all of it you sent me i was like send me a couple tracks you're like here's a wall of fucking yeah i was just passionate about it i was like this is my one chance to make you to convert you to listen to all the same (laughs) no man i love that one uh, kenny b song so goddamn good yeah 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 i, you, I remember you saying that like three or four mm-hmm. times i love that i listened to it today <laughs> did you yeah i have That's it open so right cool. now oh nice what is it called a zen jin dan is his chinese name it's not kenny and g song kenny is b oh yeah kenny b derp b e song is rang yi kui sui feng god it was so long ago wasn't it couple weeks i think was it <laughs> it was before oh. econ oh we sent a lot of stuff in between oh here it is 
I can't find good, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no worries. I thought good, I found it. It was Alan's Good, time. wholesome music. Yeah. It's for sure. It's and I'm, I'm starting to understand it more as I listen to it, like all the subtleties of what makes the production so good and all that. Yeah, and it's also what inspired me a lot with the original Slush Wave albums and projects I've got, like the one with mm-hmm. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all coming inspired up. by that sort of music. Yeah. I've no idea when that's coming up though. Releasing yeah, at some, some point. Sometime. <laughs> Very excited. I love it. It's an amazing song. Oh. So uh what's going on with Private Suite? What's going on with the magazine, everybody, lately? In each of your bubbles. <sighs> well, fiction. Just... Oops, go ahead. You go. No, 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 you first. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll, I'll break that ice. Uh, fiction, uh, fiction is actually going along really well. I've got uh, people who are actually messaging me a little bit more frequently now and wanting to uh, contribute to fiction, which I think is great because I think at first a lot of people were hesitant about it. I think the consistency has gotten people more comfortable with it and kind of nice. curious. So it's been really good to mm-hmm. see that grow. Very good. I'm very happy for that. And if anybody out there listening is curious and they you know you want to write some sort of wave inspired something or other like if it's words we'll find a way to make it work most likely just like get with me and we'll work on it awesome yeah and you've been doing some writing as well you're always writing right yeah i do a little bit of everything <laughs> the writing i'm excited been fun. for you your umami piece oh yeah that's that was really really cool so super uh, nervous to interview him. Um, I had to like, I watched some of his videos beforehand to calm down, listen to some of his music. Um, he makes his own music for Interface and for a lot of the stuff, I think he said there was only a couple of songs he licensed to use. Um, so to hear that about him is just like, wow, that's super exciting. Oh, sweet. Yes. Yeah, I'll definitely link, send me the best link to... Um discover umami's work okay, and i'll put I it in the you. description no problem everybody gotta check it out it's goddamn good shit uh what about you uh puffy um well with reviews um i always i'm always every issue always find it hard to find albums to actually get people to review because the issue with uh vaporwave is it's really easy to contribute to so I try to trawl through like Bandcamp's new tab on Vaporwave and there's like a new album there every hour and sadly there's a, a lot of garbage. Um, so it does just take a long time to trawl through um, yeah. all this music. So like it makes it super easy because I've had a couple issues. People send me their albums and I can't guarantee that you'll get a review but um, I listen to everything that everyone sends me. So uh, if anyone is listening, send me your albums. I'll um, listen, but I can't guarantee that you'll end up with a review in the magazine. But yeah, it's just I've been looking for albums to review and uh, haven't had any luck so far, but I do think we've filled all the spots on the magazine. So that's always just good. Just quickly, what's the best way to, uh, for people to get in touch with all of you guys? Uh, for me, it would be either through Twitter um, or on Discord. If you at tag me, even in general chat on here or DM me, my DMs are open. 
um, I respond within 15 minutes, no, no matter the and time. And your, your puffy cheeses on Discord? Yeah, yeah. And puffy cheeses, hashtag 0001, my number on Discord. And on Twitter, yes. I'm just puffy cheeses. So, same name Easy. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Only for cool people. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got one of his usernames that no one else wants. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, no one's going to steal Indie Advent, that's for sure. Why Puffy Cheeses? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it goes all the way back to Club Penguin. Um, oh. When I was in, like, year five or six at school, like, really young. And uh, I wanted the username Cheese Puff. And I was really upset that I couldn't get the username because it was taken. Oh, no. And then one of my friends was like, why don't you just flip the words? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just stuck. It's been my username for like 10 years now. And I'm too lazy yeah. to change it. That's cute. <laughs> too much of a hassle. Club Penguin, what a throwback that is. <laughs> I know, Club Penguin. <laughs> Sheep, how do people contact you? Uh, Twitter at Sheepy Turtle is probably the best way. Or if you're on the Discord, you can tag me. Uh, I'm the one whose nickname looks like a sheep right now. Like it's Cowmoji. I really like those little, like they're the, um, they're the the like Asian style, like super exaggerated with all the cutesy characters in them, like emojis like that. They're called Cowmoji. So yeah, mm. the sheep superior yeah. emojis. <laughs> Superior emojis. <laughs> I was trying to at you, and I was like, "What?" The f-? I was doing sh, and sh- you weren't coming up, and I was like, "What in the heck?" At and at. then I s- at at. That's so easy. Now. It's also like it's casually, yeah. Because if you add at, it's a. And you can't yeah, even type cheesy because it's full width. Your actual Discord, isn't it? I know, yeah. right? It's horrible. <laughs> it's almost like I don't want people to talk to me sometimes. <laughs> How the hell do I reach this person? <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheepy Turtle on Twitter. Yeah, Sheepy Turtle on Twitter. Trywire? The best way to contact me is uh, I'm actually the primary um, man behind the mask on all the private suite social medias. So if you send Ooh. any of them a DM, it's going to go to either myself or Sheep. Or it goes to both of us, but either myself or Sheep are going to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always ping me here in the Discord or. Uh, honestly, physical at privatesweetmag.com. That's my email uh, for the magazine. That's the best way to contact me. If you want my Twitter feed, you're going to have to dig for it. <laughs> I'm not giving that one away. But you gotta dig for it. There's been some. There's been some sad posting on it. So I'm not just cool. gonna throw out my Twitter feed willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Sad boy posting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for letting me know, guys. And uh, yeah, we have, uh, I guess you guys have multiple departments, but those are the main ones you guys focus on, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which for people who don't know, Trirar does a lot of our, most of our physical management with the magazine, you know, ordering it, getting the printing done, shipping. If you're in, yeah, if you're in the United States, um, besides, I've shipped let's see five six and seven and i'm going to be shipping eight soon um i've also curated the physical bonuses that have come with all of the magazines up to this point so the cassettes the tote bags and the vhs tape um 
And other than that, I, yeah, I do the social media stuff. So on, on the physical front, we're just working on working on something special for the uh, October issue on the physical side. Might include magnetic tape. Might include music. We'll see. My sick. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. And P- Puffy, you do IT as well. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So I help. Uh with the website and other back-end projects, all of the fun stuff that people don't really see. Um, the thankless work. Yeah, front-end isn't really where I'm at. I prefer doing all <laughs> of the the stuff that no one really ever gets to look at. But if you look at our GitHub, we're currently accepting contributions. So, <laughs> um, no, I do all the back-end stuff. Um, we've got a great team with IT, and they do all the front-end design and server stuff as well. It's we got a pretty slick team here. Best IT team around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sheep, I guess we went over your stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Anything else you want to you uh, pitch? Uh, Whatever. Um, I have a project uh, that I'm trying to get funded on. What? Crates? Curates? I don't know how people say it. Oh, I've yeah. heard it interchangeably. Um, it's curates. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I, I thought. Say. That's what I <laughs> to you, but like I don't know, like you know, the English language and all that weird-ish. So, right. um, <laughs> but yeah, um, SimSoft Volume One is uh, currently uh, doing a crowdfunding project on Curates to try and get a final release, and we have thirty-one out of a hundred contributions as of recording this podcast episode. Um, and there's 27 days left to pledge on that. And, like, I've got links all over my social media for it. Um, but I, I, I'm really excited for it. Like, even if it doesn't, like, come to fruition, I definitely uh, – <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, I definitely would uh, see something about maybe trying to get more cassettes out because I have noticed a lot of people really appreciate it, and that means a lot to me. Yeah. Because I made it as a gimmick upstairs in my room. Like, I was like, I I want Palm Mall, but with, with Sims stuff, so how can I make this happen? <laughs> I guess I'll just have to do it. <laughs> For those who don't know, didn't you make it, it comes with the deed, the house, the deed to the house that you made in Sims 3 or something? So I designed two different Sims houses with, like, what I thought would be, like, aesthetic or, like, like a, I guess vaporwave aesthetic in sims like so like i made these houses and like one of them has like llama topiaries and like the other one has like a hedge maze and like there's that it came with a deed and like some real simlish and some fake simlish because there's like there's really not like a dedicated old dictionary to like simlish so you just kind of gotta roll with it and like having immersed myself in many many hours of sims i'm kind of like pridefully fluent and simlish, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it also came with like a fluorite, like hexagon, or like I don't know what to call it, but it was like a little fluorite crystal that kind of looks like the plumb bob that floats over the Sims' heads. I thought that would be really cute. So, yeah, that was what the original came with. This one's coming with like um a little like business card for Mortimer Goth, like in my imagined headcanon, he's a very successful realtor. So um, that's where all of their fortune comes from in my head. Um, and uh, that's, uh, that's the little thing. And it also gets its own special song on the vinyl. So I'm super excited. Awesome. <laughs> that's sweet. 
Yeah, well, definitely get on crates, guys, and back that shit. It's a great album, really neat vaporwave experience. Oh. And okay, that's a great little intro for everybody. So let's get into the topics for today. Wait, that was just the intro? <laughs> Basically. <Bruh. laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk extra fast. This is the Netflix style. These are like Netflix style podcasts where you just all right, I've got eight hours. I can I can sit down and Yeah, that was bang, episode bang one. Yeah. Oh man. The next one that's coming out, the next interview, is about four hours. <laughs> Not including music. Each time. <laughs> yeah. It was four something and then there were some technical difficulties, so maybe I'll cut it like twenty minutes, half an hour, but it's gonna be over three hours. I'm sorry. It was just good conversations, man. You'll hear it. You guys will see. It's good stuff. Actually, I can't talk about that releasing that mystery collab, which is like three and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I brought that up on another episode, actually. Yeah. Great, great record. I, I oh, love the you. long indie interviews, too, because like right once you get towards the end, um, you can just hear the Canadian accent just <laughs> or like the, the Eastern Canada accent just... <laughs> Not like coastal east. I'm not talking Getting Newfoundland, tired. but like uh, it just starts to gr- like steadily, steadily, steadily. <laughs> the abouts turn into a boots, turn into a boots. Yeah, he his filter turns off. <laughs> no, <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, I got a group question for everybody. Uh, so we'll, I suppose, we'll just whoever wants to answer first, go ahead. If not, if 2019 suddenly came to a close, and it just ended, and you were confronted with a new world, it was just a purgatory world with two doors, one that goes to 1995, one that goes to 1985, which door do you choose, and why do you choose that door? I have a clarifying mm-hmm. question. Yeah? Does this put us, like, uh, like, back on this timeline, just, like, without us happening in the future? Or is it like alternate okay. 1995, yeah, I got time 1985 travel where things are slightly different? Because are we going this, off back to the future we're time repeating travel? history, I think. Okay. So like, I can leave a note for my future self to discover at some location. Yeah, sure. You can change it up as you want as you get back there. Influence everything. Whatever you want. All right. Okay. It's like you, it's like you didn't live your life and you got to experience those years maybe like i don't know you were 10 or 12 15 something i don't know just a heads up i was not alive in 95 nor 85 same (laughs) same yeah (laughs) (laughs) what do you have nostalgia for more for me it would be the 90s i'd go back to the 90s 95 just so that i could experience the like early computer culture and internet culture like happening um because all that sort of stuff i think is like right on the brink before the web sucked like bulletin boards pre-google google Google made the internet great and then they ruined it it's like it'd be good to go back and experience all of that sort of forum history and get in on like early hacker culture and music as well i feel like the 90s i prefer over the 80s but and log on to your I, Windows ninety five. <laughs> oh no, I'd be I'd be on my uh, Mac uh, Apple two. <laughs> Wait, what oh. was the 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at. I've opened up um, Macro Trends, the stock website. Apple stocks were only a dollar, so I'd obviously like all my all my spare change into 1995 Apple stocks. You know, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the 90s probably for me. I'd go back if like if I had the option between 80s or 90s. The 90s definitely. 80s is too far back. I couldn't couldn't do it. Um, I agree with you. I would go, go with the 90s. Like, um, but my reasons are purely selfish. I want to eat PB Crisps and Dunkaroos again. Like, <laughs> I miss those snacks, yo. We've still I, got Dunkaroos. Oh my god. I'm do you want me to, to send, send you Dunkaroos? Yes, I'm sending you money for Dunkaroos. You just made my entire day. Like, yeah, oh, we've still got man. Like, that's the revelation. Go-to. Back for school, Dunkaroos. Oh my god, just in time! <laughs> yeah, the 90s had a lot of cool shit. Do you remember Talk Boys? Oh my Those gosh, I used to have a tape talk recorder. Girl. Talk yeah. Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could you could record your own cassettes like in people's voices and take notes and record music and play it back with the same machine. Whoa. And it had a little modulator this to slow the voice down like this. It was really fun. I loved that thing. It was so great. Oh damn! Yeah, I always wanted one. Home Alone. I think he has one in Home Alone, right? He does. Yeah, that's yeah. actually. I think that's what made it like really popular, right? Yeah, probably. I didn't get one though. <laughs> but yeah, nineties nineties tech is great. Yeah, especially and like the fashion Super Nintendo as well. came out. Damn. Sega. Also, yeah, I would definitely choose the 90s also because from a music perspective, all the 80s stuff has been released. If you go in 1985, there's so many albums from the late 80s that I couldn't live without. And if I went back to 1985, they just wouldn't exist yet. And I'm being impatient. I would like... Release them yourself. What's that movie? What's that movie that came out about the dude who ended up in a timeline where the Beatles never existed, and he oh, ends up like yeah. releasing all the out. Beatles music? I, yeah. never, I didn't see it, but I, I saw it. Neither. It was advertised everywhere. Was that Hey Jude? I think the, so. Oh wait, hold on. We're all talking from computers. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Somebody Google it. It's that Indian guy, isn't it, or whatever? And he's... Yeah, yeah, and Ed Sheeran. That's right, Ed Sheeran, and he turns into hate Yesterday. It's called Yesterday. It's called Yesterday. You know, the only reason Ed Sheeran's in that movie, here you go, a bit of trivia, the only reason Ed Sheeran's even in that movie is because they needed a massive crowd of people, and it was cheaper to pay Ed Sheeran to be an actor, and then they could use his crowd at one of his live shows than it was to pay for a bunch of extras to do a crowd. So that's why he's oh. in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Of course he's about money. <laughs> All my troubles seem so far away. Oh, we should start a cover band. <laughs> that, I, I, we'd be the first Private Beatles cover band. Yeah. Taking turns to do a line each. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know, get... man. I like the 80s. Really? Really? I, I, well, I, I got to experience the 90s. Oh, that's fair enough then. Yeah. yeah, I guess I that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm an old man. Uh, but like, I... 90s had more cringy shit, I feel like. Like, Madonna's it's from the you 80s. Grew up. It's because yeah. you grew up in that period, I think. If you were born in that 80s. Britney Spears or Madonna? Neither. Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Madonna. Yeah, I go Madonna, yeah. 
Dude, not only for her music, cues. but her style. Come on. Like, icon. She changed it, though. I didn't... Like, the early stuff is the best stuff. If I had to go back and, and pick between the two, like, an interesting part of Indy's question was, like, which are you more nostalgic for? And that mm -hmm. made me, like, think, you know, in the like in the actual in the real future um as opposed to our timeline swap future um like this time right now that like i'm living through is is might just be where my nostalgia lands with like like i guess you could just call these like early smartphones because we're still kind of like in in like the earlier phase of smartphones, like these pre AI are, takeover are going to be so different in twenty years. I think the way that like we interact with technology, especially as we've seen it grow from like two thousand to twenty nineteen, the way in which we're going to be interacting with like consumer digital tech um, is just going to be insanely different, and it's going to look back and f like feel so weird to just have like these like omni tablets in our pockets and like okay well what wait people literally like you carried that around with you you mean you didn't wear it you mean yeah like it didn't just follow you like you had to keep you had to charge that thing like you were concerned about your phone dying constantly <laughs> i um, feel like a hundred years from now because we have even now we still have trouble looking back 50 years and getting history wrong i think people in the future are going to look back and see the amount how quickly everything changed like the jump oh, yeah. from the 90s to the 2000s or even the 80s to the 2000s it's insane how much like tech and medicine and the world grew like straight away that some people are gonna be like yeah that never happened no, social media dude like look okay it's 2019 go back 10 uh, years all you kind of had was facebook and that was uh, still kind of earlier facebook in 2009 and not not quite early, space. but like, still like, relatively featureless. Not a ton going on Facebook. And then Farm go back bill. ten more years. It's 1999. A minority of people are online. There's like MySpace or LiveJournal or whatever. See, showing my age. Um, <laughs> and and not very digitally connected. Go back to 1989. There was none of that. And and here we are today for the United it States. It's a component of what we do, but for some countries in the world, like like the Philippines, like like parts of India, um, the internet to them is Facebook. Facebook was their first point of contact with the internet, not Google, not your your parents, um, or or your yeah your parents' desktop computer at home. It, it was a smartphone, and it was Facebook. And the we, way in which people like, feel nostalgic for Facebook, it's like I I feel I guess even now nostalgic for when I didn't have this. And <laughs> I guess to answer Indy's, I guess this is a long-winded answer to Indy's question, but um, or a long preface, but um, I would I would hmm, honestly I'd probably go back to probably go back to uh. 85 um for for two reasons one i would like to experience especially knowing what i know now because i think that was kind of assumed in the question but i would like to really um follow the rise of like house music in chicago and like house mm. music in in mm. 
and just really be like dive into the origins of those scenes and yeah. there when it was happening and be at just these early electronic shows um and i i would also um go to a tree at an unspecified location um in southwestern pennsylvania uh and and leave a note there um for my future self to find this past summer um obviously with like a message at the top that makes me know it's me from the past like hey you have like these secret things that you haven't told anybody and you have this x y and z hidden here here and here and like this is your password to this blah 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 like okay well i've either encountered a note from the best stalker in the world or the past me um and i would leave investment instructions uh, I, I would also leave 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 some life advice, some some tips, and then I don't know. I'd I'd probably I don't know maybe some memes. A lot of stuff. <laughs> gonna carve it into a tree. No, I'm I'm gonna fold it up into a fold it up into a <laughs> like a heavy duty paper and seal it inside some plastic so it doesn't get wet and stuff it at um in this tree i know i carved something into when i was camping this past summer so that's like i have a i know exactly where i'd put this note and i know exactly what i carved and i'd find it and i'd be like oh shit it's ed from the past how that's do you know you, you haven't already done that exactly um, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's how you open up the paradox or solve the tra- the time travel paradox what wait you mean puffy like there is like no, you've I, already I, done it, so, and I missed it. Yeah, and I didn't find it? it. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> in these, in these <laughs> question actually happened. The only <laughs> yeah, he's I, trying I, to wake you up. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't find my note. So now I'm stuck here forever. Yeah, you broke the I'm, time time loop. I, I accidentally I did say purgatory. Myself. <laughs> yeah, I think the '80s were better. Ice Cube versus Vanilla Ice. Star uh, Wars, the good Star Wars movies. The prequels weren't bad. Well, okay, I, need a good moments. I need a preface. I need a preface. I like the moment when that little kid, when um, Anakin comes into the room when he's like taking over everything and he's there to kill everybody the and just yeah. all the kids in the one room. That look <laughs> on the kid's face, man, when he thinks he's Anakin's there to help and then oh, he yeah. pulls out his lightsaber and the kid's just like, what? I need to preface this with those were the movies I grew up with because I'm a 2000s Mm. kid. So when I think Star Wars, not anymore, but when I used to think Star Wars, I thought like the episode one and two because those were in the cinemas when I was younger. You were not raised properly, my friend. Well, no, no. (laughs) I've been been taken back. Um, I watched through. Have you guys seen the 4K project? The guy who what? found the original tape of episode, um, f- uh, episode four, like the original tape, and scanned every frame at 4K. So it's the original Star Wars movies at 4K, like with Ooh. none of the CG. Wow. Yeah, that was only aired a few times in theaters, right? No, Isn't no, it's online. Release? It's free. Now, now it is. Yeah, let me yeah, check yeah, it yeah. out. It's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. What's it called again? 4K 77? 4K 97. I can't remember. Uh, 77. That's what it is. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. 
What about uh, wait? Did you answer sheep in desert? It yeah, jumped in a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. We wanted the nineties. I wanted it for the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> the dunkaroos. Those dunkaroos, <laughs> yeah. And the revelation that they're not actually died out in there. There's places in the world that they still exist, and I have been robbed of them for how many years now? Uh-uh, not gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, Dunkaroo six pack right here. Oh. Oh we have something God. similar called Lunchables. I don't know if you have those. Oh, we have Lunchables. Oh, yeah. I love Lunchables. Oh, Lunchables are, uh, they're Lunchables, you know? <laughs> yeah, Yo, exactly. that one with the chocolate frosting and the M&Ms, though? <laughs> that oh was my God. Yeah. The pizza Lunchable, you're just the pizza making yourself yeah. this sad, dude, the, sad, the taco- sad. <laughs> like, the tacos are worse, dude. With, like, hot punched ham, wasn't it? Cold, like, pasta sauce and cold mozzarella. Ugh. And you just feel like, as like an eight-year-old making that, you just feel so freaking cool. Just cool. like, oh, yeah. I'm making my own pizza before I can eat it. So uh, bad for you. Look like, one by lunchtime, my guy. Yeah. Kids who do I that like just it. grow up to be chefs, don't they? Aussie lunches are so different to American. Like, when I see, yeah. like, you guys saying Lunchables and stuff, that, not nah, not. It was like, uh, Jumpies. And like a Vegemite sandwich. That was like your go-to lunch. Oh, Vegemite sandwich. Yeah, that's where you're at. Oh, oh my god. god. Ju- and tiny teddies. Damn. I'm looking at snacks right now and now I'm hungry. <laughs> Yo, yeah. their Dunkaroos have the hazelnut spread that tastes like Nutella. Oh my god. Yeah. The more, oh my god. I'm the dead. More like Lucky. Desert Sands and Puffy talk about uh, uh, UK and Australian culture. Like, uh the more it feels like like uh the united states um great britain and australia are just like three divergent timelines of like the same source culture alternate universes (laughs) (laughs) that's the united states is just actually australia's alt uh alt britain in like i guess like your fun cool buddy uh alt britain and the united states is alt britain that just like like renounced the friend group and takes themselves way too seriously now. See, us yeah. in Australia, we both have Cadbury chocolate. You want oh, some Cadbury chocolate, so good. American chocolate is not as good as like nope. UK Australian chocolate. UK, yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Because we're, we're, we're the supremos here. Yeah, our chocolate's <laughs> way better. You know, I'm our... just chilling up here. Oh, oh talk shit ahead. about Hershey's. Oh, I don't. I hate Hershey's. It is oh, disgusting. They yeah. make Hershey's. In Table my company state. too. Um, when I was hanging out with Music's The Hang Up in, um, Sydney, we went to Starbucks, and our Starbucks is apparently different, so, How? Uh, to How America's, we got, Starbucks? like, because Starbucks in Australia flopped, and it ended up being just, like, because we like, we like good coffee, not shit coffee, <laughs> which is Starbucks, so, uh, I think Starbucks ended up selling all of their stores just to people like so they can start a franchise so it's all like they've got like the frappuccinos and all that sort of stuff but it's like less garbage yeah they had such a hard time penetrating the australian market because there was already like that strong established coffee coffee culture there Mm. um and a a good and like a good but like strange analog is um italy um i think the first starbucks opened in italy in 2017 um, but up until that point, 
I think it's the Italian government can veto companies coming into the country for cultural reasons. Like, yeah. there wasn't a McDonald's in Italy until, I think, the 1990s, whereas they were everywhere else in Europe and up until them. And that's part of the uh, DOC over in Italy. That's uh, the cultural like the cultural hub of the government that certifies all the wine and all the wine and all the wine. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, but like the, the Italian coffee, like the Lavazza coffee and all that stuff, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lavazza, Italy, uh, New York, New York coffee, the New York brand in Italy. Oh, it's <laughs> so freaking good. So we have, we, over here, we have New York brand bagels everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there was the advert recently with Robert De Niro in it for bagels. Nobody see that. Well, I guess that's what happens when you get old, you know. Must be a British thing, isn't it? <laughs> bagel commercials. Yeah, bagel anyway, commercials. I picked '80s. I love '80s cinema. I wish I could have been a teenager for that, like when Pretty in Pink came out and other those those John Hughes films. Oh, take me back to like 1940s Italian neorealism. That's cinema. oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's that guy's name? Starts with an F. Federico Fellini. Oh yeah, Fellini. Uh, Federico. Who else sticks out? Um, shoot, what am I thinking? Novecento, an amazing film. Uh, and that was mm. uh, Bertolucci. Oh, it's so good. Dope. It's got Robert Maybe we'll De Niro. check it's, it out. It's got Robert De Niro in it, actually. What, what a, we should have what a, a private suite movie circle. watching session. That would actually be sweet. Films. Let's write it down. Private suite thousand. Oh. <laughs> Mystery science suite. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sheep, I'm, I'm looking I'm at shipping. I'm actually going to write it down. I can get you Dunkaroos for 17 Australian dollars to the US. Alrighty, hold on, I gotta see how much that is, because I don't, you know, like maybe exchanges in my head. Dollars. I'm not a mint you know. <laughs> so some over whilst you're at it oh. as well. <laughs> We've got some strong buying power, sheep. That's oh yeah, only, our dollars. That's only 11.64. Wow. Yeah, our dollar is doing garbage right now. Uh, he has, who shall not be named president uh, made a tweet and knocked $60 billion off our economy, so... We're not doing too well. USA! USA! Hey, we're not doing very well either with our currency, and I wonder why. (laughs) 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 Oh, I remember staying up and watching that vote, Desert Sands. (laughs) I was laughing. (laughs) 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 This is like karma for when we were all laughing at Donald Trump's inauguration. Yeah. All right. Now we have our own. Anyway, take it back, guys. So we have a voicemail from somebody on the on the a fan, a listener rather. Their name's Stu ID, and I'm gonna play that voicemail now, and then we can uh, talk about it a little bit afterward. 
What up, Private Suite? This is Stu Adib calling from a Motel 6 outside the Atlantis airport. Hurricane Dorian reached up and slapped my hyperpollen keen out the sky last night, and it's putting a drain on my imperial coffers, but I should be fine if I can actually get out of here in a couple of days. Just wanted to call and shout out some of the amazing people I met at Electronicon. First and foremost, the entire George Clanton fan club. I'm so humbled and honored to be a part of this family. Alex from Pacific Plaza Records, I cannot believe how friendly you were every time I ran into you. Can't wait to see you again in L.A. Lost Angle, still super embarrassed. I didn't recognize you and your beautiful hair when I came up to shake hands with you and Randy, but I'm glad we got to mosh at Fire Tools and hug it out after, even if I did almost break my nose. Shoji, thanks so much for the tape. Sorry I missed your set, but I had to sit down every five minutes at that point. Andre, the telepath crystal guy, holy shit, you saved my life. And y'all can expect a written submission, by the way, about that experience once I get back to the Fractal Palace. Vapor memory, steer clear of Dorian, but he's no joke. Hope I see you at Huluween after Econ 2. Porter Vaughn, not only did I get to meet the richest man, but he turned out to be one of my favorite unknown producers' Metaprise applications, which blew my fucking mind. Indy. Thanks for the shout-out on the podcast. It was so dope running into you in Central Park and hanging out with Maki, Porter, Q, Ognos, Dan Soko, Molo360, and Kite0080. And by the way, Kite, that windbreaker almost looks better on you than it does on me. Almost. Anyway, i got to go recite my sutras, stabilize my chakras, and recharge my Reiki with some food. So I'll talk to you all again soon. Peace. <laughs> was, that, was that Seth using a voice modulator? No. <laughs> no. That's not so It was a very fine boy. Stu ID is what he goes by. He's a big fan of the show, and he, uh, he likes the magazine as well. He's a dope dude. Uh, I have a picture of him on Twitter, on my Twitter. Sweet. Uh, so he brought up Porter Vong. Did you guys, did you happen to know, uh, hear cut, Catch Wind of, you know, him revealing himself and all that at I the show. I can't believe Sheep paid somebody to come to the show in a suit to just, to like throw us off her trail. There's a back of house meme that I'm Porter Bong and I just want to go on the record to say that I am absolutely not. <laughs> gotta clear Definitely that up. Not. I, I yeah. gotta clear that up. It was really, really, really exciting to meet Porter though because, you know, I talked to talk to him a lot, like, you know, just about like life things. So to get to meet like a friend but also like a uh, a peer in the community, an inspiration, a fellow artist I'd love to work with, someone whose music has also just like been in my life for a minute, someone who like I've worked on other collaborative projects with. It was really nice to be able to meet this person, like and finally just be like able to shake their hand and be like, You are such an inspiration. Oh my God. Absolutely. If you don't know Metaprise Applications, that's Porter's previous project. Uh, they now have a kind of character with the new project, I guess. But it's just uh, it's, you know same person doing both. Uh, so check that out, Metaprise Applications. Some great freaking music there, if you haven't. Uh, yeah, it's a shame that uh, you didn't get to come to the show, Desert. Uh, no, I already blown all my holiday money this year on a Japan trip, so it was like I had absolutely nothing. You literally just got back from Japan. Uh, yeah, well, it was like well, I got like. But... Yeah, but it was just like I could not get out enough money in that time, even if I worked like <laughs> every day. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, but there is the ACL Live show that's coming up sometime this year in London where I'll be performing. So, ACL Live? 
ACIA LFCC Records. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Um, me and Zero are only, the only ones so far are confirmed. Um, they're trying to get um, Gatsis from Corbin as well and some other people, maybe Hans, the Dream Channel. Fuck yeah, Allo so, City Records, man. Good on them. That yeah. th- that guy, um, yeah, Christian. Christian? Yeah, 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 exactly. Absolutely great what guy. A guy. Knows how to run a label really well. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm so glad the label came back. And it's definitely, it looks like it's definitely happening. He's probably December time at the moment, but nothing's solid yet. But So awesome. Damn. I, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, that would be great to see who turns up there. Mm-hmm. So sheep, uh, you're telling me a bit earlier on Twitter there was a bit of a competition that you entered and you happened to win something from. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, I won a uh, I won a tape on a like a Twitter giveaway from um, from uh, First Class Collective. Uh, it's run by Young Yoshibe and No Class Comfort, and. Um, Shouts out. Yeah, right. And uh, it's a uh, it's a tape by Neon Anneli, and uh, it's called Neon Party, and it's really cute. It's got like Sailor Moon on the front, and she's making like you know she's making like a cute little like Kawhi face, and the tape itself is really really pretty. And like I got to listen to the music and like you know really appreciate it. And I just wanted to say thank you. Um, it's Uwu edition of fifteen. <laughs> So I thought that was really cute. Um, that was yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it came with like its own like, but like writing on the like shipping box. So I'm definitely gonna like save that. And uh, yeah, yeah, very good album. Nice. Should we play a track by it? Yeah, uh, from it. The artist is Anna Lee, right? Yes. All right, let me play a song here. This one's called Moon Angel. Yeah. Uh, do it, man. I I managed to pick up the tape, like I paid paid for it. Is it on I'm Happy Spotify? to own it. Like Sheep said, uh, I don't know. Check it out, Moon Angel. I just linked it. Oh sweet. I'm definitely adding that to the listen list. Mm-hmm. It's really great good. record. And it's so cool to own because, like Sheep said, there was it was an edition of fifteen. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So how much do you reckon that'll scalp for? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I don't think anyone's going to sell it for a long time. That's That's the good thing about those small limited releases because the people Mm -hmm. who get it are usually the people who actually care about it. Yeah. 
I was going to say, labels wouldn't even let me do runs of 15. Because <laughs> they'd yeah. be scalped the fuck out of. 50, yeah, oh, for, yeah, for you, Desert Sands, well, that's uh, that's some high-value high value tapes if you ran a the 15 run. That would be... Because what we'd have to do, though, is 15 and then, like, uh, lots of other normal ones. Um, and then the 15, like, special ones would be, yeah, a lot. Like the, fir- like the first run of the Seiko, or the first Seiko Mart album. That's considered, mm-hmm. like, a holy grail because it was so little. You could give them out, like, yeah. uh, golden ticket style, like, chocolate <laughs> factory. It's like you're not guaranteed you don't get to pick whether or not you get that one. It's just the luck of the draw when it comes out to shipping. Just do like box. Desert Sand right? Sand Edition and just fill the entire cassette with sand. Like, unplayable, mm. unworkable. Oh, no! But Sealed. Put the music like on s- it. Put the music send- on it, of course. <laughs> send little, uh, like, sand vials with sand each vials. cassette. You that could would be like dope. A- That's aesthetic as fuck. Sandpaper inside the cassette, so the more you play it, the more degraded it gets over time. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like sandpaper off like sand <laughs> yeah. true desert fidelity. Sandpaper where the where the uh, uh, label would go on the cassette. You could make the J card out of sand. Yeah, I was that just thinking that. Super, I think that would be really cool. Could, like, make some super high tech cassette. Like where you can make a super high tech cassette where like you have a GPS on it and it'll only play in the desert at night time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a take that's DRM to a whole new level. It is, yeah. <laughs> that's that. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll never know what's coming up, but there we are. Oh, I guess I didn't talk about what I was listening to. I, I did want to mention DDS, but also uh do you guys like I guess I don't know. There's an anime that I like. If you like anime, it's called Foodie Cootie. Oh my gosh! Yes. Holy crap! We are F-L-C-L. still in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, if anyone likes that sort of music and collects vinyl, there's a vinyl that just went up for the soundtrack for that show. Oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah. So I've been re-listening. I'm like, oh, man, I buy so many goddamn <clears throat> records. Do I really need this? But I, I, yes, I do. Does it have that one track with like the beach, like like the beach waves on it, and it's got like this really plucky like violin yeah. kind of? Oh my god, I have to get it now. Oh. It's it's not too expensive either. See, that's what I like. Okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> this episode's coming out tomorrow, so I'll I'll definitely link it in the description so people can check it out. I just picked up Umami's Interface soundtrack on vinyl, and there's like only like two or three left now. <laughs> I'm so glad I was able to get that. So. Oh crap! Let yeah. Me check that out. Yeah, you got to check it out. Um, it's really good. Like just like circling back around to that, like that was really good music, and I think more people need to like be aware of it in the scene if they aren't already. Like um, the surrealism is definitely there, and like you know that just like dark vapor kind of like. I don't know, like, the low fidelity on some of the tracks is really good. Yeah, I'm just trying to find the link. It's a bit tricky to find. Oh, is that I, on Hex I PM'd system? it to you. No, what is this? Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah? Yeah, I was looking at a different one. Awesome. Uh, you guys know Memorex Memories? I've seen him on the Reddit quite a few times. They seem to like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, his videos are really cool, right? I only watched one, but from the one I from what I remember, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Go on Reddit right now. Look at the top posts. The Memorex Memories one is one of them. 
just want to say that record I've been really stoked about for a long time. That comes out September 25th. Nice. And top yeah, post you might week. not. September 25th? What? Yeah, look at the top post. Is it the top post of this week or top post of this year? Like, don't oh, worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 it's this week, I think. It's, yeah, it's under I just hot. found it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the there top, you go. top post of this week. Okay. We could just search his name in the search bar. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. No, thank you for the clarification, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hella stoked for that record. Oh, and we talked about Porter uh, a little bit. I just wanted to say, check out, um, there's a video on Music's The Hangups channel where he interviews Porter Vong and he does a face reveal and he talks a little bit about the whole project and the future of it. So definitely check that out, guys. Did anyone see his uh, Music's The Hangups new video? He, uh, he put it on Pad Chennington's channel. I saw some of that on my phone yeah. somewhere, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Really well done video. Probably is. You put a lot of work into that video. You can tell all, all the uh, motion graphics and stuff, After Effects. Mm. It's the 10 most collected Vaporwave records, is the video. Yeah, Music's the Hangout puts a lot of um, work into all of his videos. Mm hmm. And yeah, this new one's his best one for sure. And it's on Pad's channel because Pad's away right now. Mm -hmm. He's taking a bit of time off. So that's super cool. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Um, what's the album we were talking about? What Death Dynamic Shroud? Live from Japan. Yeah, there's going to be a yeah. second run of tapes for that if you didn't get a tape. Because I was looking at it. There were some at the con too, but I don't know. I was so busy. I was running around. I didn't get one. Oh, I was... They're doing another um, run of the tapes for Live yeah, from Japan. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping mm. to pick one up. I missed the first run. Same. Do you know when it is? No, it just says on like... the Bandcamp doing it like right now pretty much oh i was i was like i was at econ and my buddy uh john came up to me he's like hey uh they're selling um live from japan on tape over at uh, the merch table and that i just bolted right over there like right before the dds set and picked <laughs> one of those up in the uh 45 of across the pacific i'm not sad anymore the uh, final track and a B-side from Heavy Black Heart. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have that on vinyl. That's a great record. Electronic yeah, needs to come to Europe. Or go to, yeah, go to yeah, Japan yeah, so up. I can go. <laughs> Probably will. Uh, bring, it to, bring it to Pittsburgh. Come to, come to quaint western Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, come, yeah. to, come to 46 come to biggest BK. city in the United States. And throw a party. No, nah, Sydney. <laughs> Sydney, that is a weird way to pronounce Pittsburgh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, does anyone have anything they want to talk about? <laughs> just nothing. Yeah, I, I, I could uh, just... New new episode. Trirar loves uh, Death's Dynamic Shroud. Here's him talking about every album. <laughs> you could do a history episode or something. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, I know. I'm. I'm. I've been as of today, and Puffy knows this. I've been tasked with the uh, live from Japan review, and I'm gonna do it on the uh, tape that I have. 
But mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'd love to. I'd just love to sit down with with them and just they've got so many questions. Like, it's it's so it feels like distinct from other uh, another DDS, right? It feels so distinct from other vapor simply for the mm-hmm. fact that um like if you look at not not just death's dynamic shroud but like all of keith rankin's work which is just huge uh all james webster's work which is just huge all tech honors work which is just huge um the source material for what they pull some of it is like k-pop some of it is i guess the more vaporwave what you'd suspect you'd be pulling vaporwave from from like video games and k-pop and music like that and sounds like that but but some of it just comes from like old pop songs or old rock songs um or like they're really good at sampling like modern pop like what's that that's um is that is that Katy perry that's on rare emoji collection the under your spell sample no that's um Lana Del Rey, right? They sample like I think so. Lana Del Rey on on Heavy Black Heart, which was like only, oh, yeah. only came out within like maybe like two years of that album being put out, or two or three years of that album being put out. And right. like that's breaking the rules of uh, sampling from the eighties and nineties, but uh like oh they break they break the rules in, in such a good way and like the last track on uh live from japan is uh sample or samples we'll meet again someday which was a song written uh during world war ii uh by vera lynn we'll meet again someday and it was a like a 1939 british song about uh sweetheart going off to war and they turn that around like on the end of that uh live album and that's like the outro and you've got james webster up on stage uh lip syncing over the thing and just going hard as hell into it um and and it turns it from like that like longing ballad almost into felt half ominous but then just still had that feeling of of you know some some like this isn't the end you know that's uh uh just creative uh, uh so creative in the way in which they take one sound and turn it into another sound um mm. but just retaining that core aspect like the uh the, the fundamentals of it I uh, just checked Rare Emoji Collection sampled Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Oh my god. The... Ah. Oops. You really like, bossed uh... kid. No, he's, he's good though. Oh no, he did oh. do Katy Perry. Uh, I the shot one that my got gun away. left, I shot my gun right. But, uh, you, you did, he, they did Katy Perry on the Olympics album in the heroin yeah. track. The Legendary Lovers, I think. But yeah, you've got a point because their sampling is like they combine old stuff with a lot of more recent stuff. And obviously because recent stuff has different production techniques, different instrumentation, different mastering than the 80s and 90s stuff, that's possibly a reason why their sound is so different. Because applying the same effects to an 80s sample may produce a totally different sound to applying it to like some of the heavy compressions from now. Oh, definitely. So. 
and like I th- Heavy Black Heart was the only album that all three of them made together. It was the only um, Rankin-Webster Honors album. And like, if you listen to Giant Claw, and then you go and listen, like if you listen to Deep Thoughts, um, Dark Web, and like Deep Thoughts and Dark Web, um, and then go and listen to Heavy Black Heart, you can he- hear uh, Keith Rankin's production on that album, just in particular. Like you could pick out the the different points at which he threw that giant claw style into it. Uh, same with the same with like listening to HCM HCMJ stuff, uh, and and listening to Rebecca Peak stuff. Like you could hear all like all of this artistic influence just melding together on DDS records. And what I'm really saying is DDS, if you're listening. Uh, I'm I'm expecting an album in in the next two years or uh, or or Private Suite Magazine's gonna write uh write a expose so <laughs> the, the the first PSM expose it <laughs> it DDS is actually just HKE so. <laughs> uh, all, all vapor up to this point is actually just HKE. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at their samples to see what their latest sample is. Um, on Heavy Black Heart, they sampled, which came out in 2017, they sampled a song from 2016. Um, which, Good Luck by AOA. And then on... Is that the cable? Uh... I think so, yeah. And then on uh, Girl on the Internet, they sampled Chris Brown and Usher, which w- came out in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I've listened to these albums and I would never pick these samples. Like, they there's, do such a good job. There's some Drake on I'll Try Living Like This that was... I <laughs> Really? I'll Try Living Like This was yeah. released in 2015, and there are, like, 2015 oh, Drake samples on there. Yeah, the song Madonna by Drake. I feel I with I'll try living like this. If I I was listening to one of my smaller um, forty five RPM records and I chucked I'll try living like this on and forgot to change the speed, <laughs> and it's the original song. <laughs> the way that they've slowed it down, it's at the original BPM of the original oh, so song. They, they ran it like like a classic, like a classic. Um, I guess like early 80s style um slow down where it was literally just taking the 45 and running it at 33 mhm yeah oh my and i'm like this sounds sweet <laughs> yeah it, DDS it sounds... at, at 125% speed is also very good yeah yeah i'm, I'm surprised One they I, sampled drake i put on a haircuts for men record it's that red one with the blue on the side you guys know what i'm talking about his, anyway, his, his covers are crazy. Yeah, it could be anything. This one is pretty subtle. It's just all red with a little blue like window with some shit in it. Anyway, I put that on at the wrong speed. The whole record didn't realize at all, and I was like, "Dude, haircuts for men's going like drum and bass style. Like, I like it. It's nice." <laughs> so I guess he sampled some of that kind of sort of stuff. But yo, I just realized uh, earlier, you know that record, um, 
Napoleon Computer Dreams. Not Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon Computer Dreams. Uh, it just went down. Uh, beer on the rugs. Entire band camp is down. Like everything's Weren't they gone. in legal trouble with um, beer? On... I don't know. They were in legal trouble with someone because of a sample. Yeah, floral shit. Sh- they got in trouble over floral shop, I think. And that was still going. Re- recently. No, it's but been like, going for a long time. A lot of their stuff was original content, so I don't know why I had to take down the whole site. Because mm-hmm. that, that record was there a couple of days ago. I was just listening to it. But then if yeah, it was definitely shop, check it like, out. Computer Dreams by Napoleon. But it's still up on yeah, like Beer on the It's still there. And everything. Oh. So. Yeah, Beer on the Rug is gone. That's weird. And like, I'm looking at their their website, their socials. There wasn't, there has not really been a word on this yet at all. I don't know if they might be like, temporary. Sent out an email to their uh, list or anything like that, but. Hmm. Well, their last update was 14th. Their last tweet was 14th of August. So, download your. I think they just put out a record guys. the day before that too. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. Preserve it. They're oh, not... it's Napoleon and the Computer Dreams comp or split. That's what it is. My bad. <clears throat> we are following. Anyway, beer on the rug, and they didn't send out anything. So I don't know. No, there was no. Who knows? Uh, also, St. Pepsi just put Hip Vibes back on his uh, band camp. Oh, nice. That's a, that's He's treading, treading on some thin ice there. Because didn't yeah. he get in trouble for that? A lot of Vaporwave guys are getting in trouble, it seems like. Because, I don't know, I don't follow the... I follow the Vaporwave scene, but not as closely as you guys. So I'm, I'm like, weeks or months late to news. <laughs> Really? Well, you uh, knew what you just said, and you knew beer on the rug was going through some shit. That's why no you're the news talk. guy, bro. Or I'm not the news guy. <laughs> reviews. Derpy. Yeah. Cool. Well, we've been talking for a little while now. I guess we could call it sometime soon. Does anyone have anything they want to talk about? So the new again? CDS album. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Uh, oh, jeez. You got no, I've that. Lo- I, I, got, I got a two-hour commute in like how long? In three hours from now. The, song, the album goes 52 minutes. I've already purchased it. It's in my iCloud library. I'm ready to go. Ready to experience it on the on the train. I'm ready to go. My <laughs> love for DDS is like my love for Alan Town. It's the same thing. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh yeah, I was. It's and it's it's gotten bad too recently. Like my friend Al, who I took to Electronicon with me, um, because the, t- the ticket ticket uh, I had an extra. T- I ended up with an extra ticket after my original guest uh dropped out, um, and so I took my buddy Al with me, who's not familiar at all with vaporwave. So I'm like Ooh. sitting in the car, like just playing these like playing the source tracks and then playing the dds tracks i'm like dude isn't this so cool how you like how they did this this and this to it and he's and he's uh sitting in the driver's seat like i thought because i was driving i got to pick the music can we 
Can we listen to something? Uh, can, can, uh-huh. can you stop playing 30, 30 second cuts of, of all these songs in a row? And <laughs> like, oh, it is cool, but this is the, the sixth track that you have shown me, and I would like to listen to some normal music, which hurt, but... I had to explain Vaporwave to my parents. It's like... Oh, dear. Yeah. I just showed them the Mr. Amazing video. I gave up and just showed them that. <laughs> they don't understand. Listen to some Whitney. Uh... It's pretty good. The new Whitney album is pretty good. I think my parents just think it's all played at the wrong speed, but like, it's just that. It's not like that's pizza wave. Else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, just play them. Like, if if you thought the original "Loving Is Easy" on "I'll Try Living Like This" was was a mess, then play the "Loving Is Easy" on the live album for somebody and go, yeah, that this is what vaporwave is. I love it. I am keen for the live "Loving Is Easy." <laughs> Or play that one Internet Club album, that crazy one. That's What's what I was going to say. With the Mega Man. Um, the rapper, rapper, rapper. Yeah, album. yeah, that one. <laughs> Get, Low key, play, I like that album. Play them uh, Junkie by Oscob, and you're good to go. <laughs> uh, I love when Vaporwave gets, like, abstract. That's, like, my favorite genre of Vaporwave. Like, um... There's a album. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, I, I won't be able to find it now. It's a vaporwave album. Vaporwave. I'm doing air quotes, and it's just like same like slowed down samples and synths, but it's got heavy drum and bass over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's where I'm at now. I'm looking, there was uh, <laughs> there are so many albums. They're like there's a this. I guess swath of vaporwave. That's like what this artist just made this thing under this name and just threw it out there, uh, just a one-off. And like, let's see, one of my favorite, like I guess, deep vaporwave cuts is "Deep Internet Sales Event" by CardDownloader.exe, <laughs> and it's just samples pulled from like obscure. Uh, deep internet album. All the samples were taken from YouTube videos with almost no views. That's pretty and cool. They're all cut together, so it's just it's just this collage of sound from files that otherwise were just going into the digital void. Um, which is pretty, which was a pretty, uh, pretty interesting album. Um, well, it's like it's like that ridiculous album on Geometric Lullaby, the complete moron album. Have you listened to that? Complete moron. Yeah, it's on Geometry Lullaby, and it is just harsh as fuck. That's, that's really good, though. With, like, harsh. Like, like, harsh <laughs> stuff, oh, my God. Like... Oh, I just... Oh, that was loud. Yeah, don't... That was about twice is... as loud as the last album. And... <laughs> I love when the tracks aren't mastered properly. That's... <laughs> uh, um... it's, it's got actually nice album art, and it sort of draws you, and you think, oh, there's good, like, spooky, but no, just... It just makes you deaf. Oh, yeah. That... Have you um listened to there was a vapor there's an older vapor goth album, uh, Wiretap by Chinese Hackers. Yes, I and do then know Chinese Hackers. There's a remix like from uh Wiretrap by Asian Crackers. Um <laughs> oh, No, it's the same guys. It's the same guys. 
Um, and it's that's amazing. An absolute banger. Like it's the original. It's just wiretap, but they've done like house and trap beats over the top of the like drone, mm-hmm. and it was like, that was cool. it's actually pretty sweet. <laughs> there are a bunch of labels that put out that like are really prone to that stuff too. Like Illuminated Paths, um, puts out a lot of experimental stuff. And I know who did was that indie side. <laughs> he doesn't like their tapes. Indie doesn't like how their tapes are, but their like, releases are. Um, hey, yeah, it's recycling. It's delight. good for the world. Um, do they take old tapes and just like write over them? Oh, do they? And they use the old. They use like the scratched up old uh, uh, cases too. And indie hates it because nothing comes in mint condition, which is like <laughs> what he lives and breathes. <laughs> So oh, freeze resale business. Oh, they're so they're all yellow <laughs> and worn, and they smell like cigarettes. And sometimes, like I have a couple of their couple of their things. I've got let's see, vacation. Bi- I got um, the Jesus Movement from Vacation Bible School from them. I got uh, Gnostic Fury by by ex sister wife X, which is just an amazing album. Appears in four other collections. I am one of the few people that owns. <laughs> I'm one of hey, the few uh... people that owns Gnostic Fury. On nice. Bandcamp, I've got one thing. It's like in one other collection. <laughs> Show me that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um. Oh, I ended Lots up actually getting. There. Did anyone else get Blank Banshee Metamorphosis physical? Because <sighs> it dropped and it's still no, in stock. Because <laughs> like, I guess people weren't as big as a fan of it as they are of like Zero One and Mega. Oh no, I bet. They... I bet it's still in stock because I bet he printed off like a thousand. Or yeah, like, you got a point there. Because I'm used to everything. Like, I, as soon as he announced it, I bought it because I'm used to all Blank Banshee stuff selling out straight away. Yeah. I've got all the Blank Banshee cassettes now. So. It appears to be sold out. Ah, oh, sweet. Awesome. <laughs> I shouldn't say sweet. That's not a good thing. People miss out. You can still get uh, one, zero, and mega on the site, though. So they've got to restock. Sweet. Yeah, but aren't they limited? They're like unlimited. second press. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a second press. Okay. That was like yeah. Watching the again the I'll try living like this vinyl run, which was a thousand vinyls. And it was a double. It was a double LP. Yeah, I got it. With a yeah, I got vinyls. that one. And that just like just slowly crept down, and then it finally got into the like the band camp. There are thirteen remaining. There are seven remaining. Dot dot dot. I got mine damaged. Did you get it? I'm really upset. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You can, um, did you ask them for a new sleeve? No. It's, I always it's got damaged that. in the mail, and it wasn't worth really? it. I flattened it out. It's got, like, a crease in the corner and in the middle, mm. but the tape's fine. Resale value, bro. I don't, I'm not ever going to resell it. I love that album. There's, I just linked it, that, maybe that heavy one I was talking about. Maybe it's still worth something. You never know. Once. Like Trivar said, pristine... Once DDS <laughs> comes into my um, comes into my household, it does not go out. Like if I lose a leg and I need to pay some medical bills, and the last thing I'm sitting on is like I'm sitting in this just empty apartment because I sold everything else. It's just me, like a sleeping bag, bag a sleeping pad, and then like a stack of DDS cassettes and vinyls. That's what. I'm eating the magnetic tape to survive. Tasty. American healthcare. <laughs> I'll send you one in sand with it for a bit of crunch. 
<laughs> I sent that uh, heavy tape that I was talking about that got me into the heavier. Uh, it's New World Disorder. It's, it's tagged Vaporwave, but um, I, I wouldn't call it Vaporwave. Yeah, New World, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, New World. <laughs> <laughs> New World. Yeah. Um, there's so much on Bandcamp that's tagged Vaporwave. I think I've complained about this, like, just in, like, staff chat. There's so much tagged Vaporwave on Bandcamp that is not Vaporwave at all. It's Again. like, um, they, because you can do default tags when you set up your, um, Bandcamp account, and people, like, release a Vaporwave album, so they put their default to, like, Australia, Vaporwave, Electronic, and then when they release, like, a punk record, it's tagged Vaporwave. It makes going through, like, the new arrivals really annoying. Yeah, I, I can imagine. One of my SoundCloud releases, uh, as one of my SoundCloud tracks, is, oh, come find me on SoundCloud. Again, you're not getting the name. Dig for it. Um, <laughs> I tagged one of them as Future Funk, and that is, like, by by far my most... It only has, like, 50-something listens, but that's, like, by and far the most listened-to thing in, in everything that I put on there. Yeah, tagging on SoundCloud is really important because you get put into um, play automated playlists. Because people use, like, um, i got a couple of friends who don't pay for Spotify or uh, Apple Music or anything. They just have these curated playlists that automatically add new music. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Nice. Interesting. And they just use that. And it's, yeah, I never actually yeah. thought people used SoundCloud as a music, like, listening platform. I thought it was just for, like, I uploading tracks. I used to discover. That's how I discovered Vaporwave, yo. Hey. 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 Wait, I think mine was changed. Blank Banshee, so that was my intro. It's yeah. Comes full circle. It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think I think we're good on this. We should probably wrap it up. Hey. Uh, anyone got any shout-outs they want to give? Oh, well, I've got a quick one. Um, for all those waiting and all the stuff that's been happening with Palm 84, the sparkling water finals are going to be shipped tomorrow, Monday 9th, 100%. So if you've ordered a sparkling water vinyl, it should be with you very, very soon. Awesome. So thank you for waiting for that. But, uh, yeah, Palm 84 has finally got their act together and it's being shipped out tomorrow so <laughs> well they're busy too eh it's it's so hard to be yeah. a label man god damn hey anyway we could we could talk forever guys but uh, we totally let's, let's could yeah I've got, I've got Puffy. Some, some shout outs yeah uh shout out shout out private suite magazine team uh <laughs> the meeting everybody at electronicon was something that i really needed uh, at this point, at, at this time of recording, for some digital perpetuity here, um, shout out, uh, shout out, Christ for, you know, uh, putting on an amazing set and uh, letting me sling his merch while we were there and sell some T-shirts and cassettes and. Oh, being, shout out to you, bro, for guy. doing that. Uh, shout out myself <laughs> for doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> shout out, shout out, uh, individual X. You know who you are. You're the reason why I'm on this podcast right now. Um, shout out, uh, Desert Sands feels warm at night for being willing to put out the first Private Suite magazine tape with us. Hey. Uh, massive shout out. 
shout out, uh, shout out, um, Chestnut Ridge, dude. Chestnut Ridge, high ropes course, amazing. Shout out my roommate who just closed his door because I'm being too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, Ben. He's gonna, he's gonna listen to this now. Yeah, yeah. Truly patient man. Yeah. Sheep? Uh, oh my goodness. Um, yes, I'm still here. Um, I guess really just, uh, I just wanted to shout out like all the courteous people that I saw at Electronicon. Like, it was very nice to see people being just so positive and motivating each other and i think that a lot of people were emboldened uh to you know approach people that they might not have ever done so had they not been in that same shared space so yeah mm. i really am looking forward to seeing what comes out of all of that and uh, it was really nice to meet all of you guys too like i'm really grateful i got to go and do that because you know I also needed that right now in my life, and it was a really good, really good experience. And I am looking forward to Electronicon too. Electric Woo. Boogaloo, pew pew, <laughs> yeah. So, Puffy, I'd like to shout out everyone who posted the videos of Electronicon on Twitter, so I could follow along. There you <laughs> Even go. Even though I couldn't make the it, true heroes. Yeah, the people who posted all those vids on Twitter, I could follow along. It was like I was really there. Hopefully I can come to Electronicon 3 if it's in Europe. In Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, thanks, everybody, so much for coming on the show. Desert, thank you so thank much, you much for being here. It's always a pleasure to be here. No, we, we are very stoked to have you. And just before we go, <laughs> did you want to talk about that slush wave thing? Oh, yeah, well, is it, is it going to be next one? No, but soon. Well, soon. We're going to do a whole episode based on Slush Wave to educate those who may not know what it actually is. So stay tuned for that. That'll be really cool. Awesome. Very yeah. exciting. <laughs> you can listen to my stuff in the meantime if you want to sort of get familiar with what Slush Wave is and obviously the classics like Telepath and Mind Speak Memories and from Tokyo to Honolulu. So there's lots of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And maybe some... Uh... Some theory. Yeah, yeah, some theory, some production techniques if you want to get into it. Because I get quite a few questions all the time about how to go from uh, normal vaporwave to slush wave. So you can talk all about that. Fuck yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Well, guys, if you want to leave a voicemail on the show and say hi, ask us some questions, feel free. We definitely encourage that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the what? Where to go? One sec. I gotta. I gotta find where the the voicemail number is. It's four one two four four vapor. I repeat, four one two four four vapor. Give us a call and say hi. We want to hear from you. You can also go to our website, privatesweetmag.com, if you want to check out some cool vaporwave stuff like our magazine. We also have some online content. Uh, online only content actually so uh, yeah that's that's actually kind of a new thing that we're starting to do so you can have another uh, place to consume amazing content we also have Twitter Facebook Instagram and now YouTube is coming back so we got some videos up like we've mentioned a little bit you can check those out there's a lot of cool stuff 
and more to come. Live streams, interviews, music videos, tons of stuff. So it's very exciting. And Patreon, you can, if you want a physical copy of the magazine, you can certainly get one there. As well as if you want to pay the the private suite tier, I think it's called, you actually get another physical goodie with like a cassette tape or something, if you didn't know that. So yeah, I think that'll do it for the episode, guys. Thank you once again. Thank you. Thank you for having. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having this 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 smorgasbord of personalities and 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 new guests on. <laughs> it was cool. I think people will learn learn a lot of different things. Little things about the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it for me. Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so good.